0: All right, I'm just going to sit here and mess with my Instagram because it's going nuts. And I'm just going to sit here and let John talk uh, according to the gospel that he wrote. But it's read by Sir David Satchet. S-U-C-H-E-T, I like his soothing voice, from Westminster Abbey, subscribed and notified. Thank you. Can you hear it? The Gospel according to John, this would be the book of John, so first of five fingers, Uh, CBE in the Jerusalem Chamber of Westminster Abbey, H is for Hodder and Stoughton, New International Version, read by Sir David Satchett. All right, here's our David with a really sexy voice. And a nice beard. The gospel according to Mark. Oh, he he reads a lot of stuff, y'all. Good. I don't have to talk in anymore. In the
1: beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him... human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Out of his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God but the one and only Son who is himself God and is in the closest relationship with the Father has made him known. Now this was John's testimony when the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him who he was. He didn't fail to confess, but confessed freely, I am not the Messiah. They asked him, then who are you? Are you Elijah? He said, I'm not. Are you the prophet? He answered, no. Finally, they said, who are you? Give us an answer to take back to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? John replied in the words of Isaiah the prophet, I am the voice of one calling in the wilderness. Make straight the way for the Lord. Now the Pharisees who had been sent questioned him. Why then do you baptize if you're not the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? I baptize with water, John replied, but among you stands one you do not know. He is the one who comes after me, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. This all happened at Bethany, on the other side of the Jordan, where John was baptizing.
0: The next, I'm gonna stop right here because I want to read you the uh, M M's, which I, I don't think he's reading. All right, Gospel according to John, first M M one M&M fourteen, regarding John one through one fourteen. Well, that's easy no other religion makes such a stupendous claim that the infinite transcendent creator loves his creation creators creatures sorry no other religion makes such a stupendous claim that the infinite transcendent creator loves his crea- creatures creations creatures so much that he became one of us he shared our lot showed his love for us and even died for us to draw us back to his heart to quote st john the word became flesh and dwelt among us 114 in greek the word dwelt quote unquote literally means pitched his tent the saints have always been rapt with wonder and awe at this great mystery of the incarnation in Faustina's words to Jesus, mercy has moved you to descend upon us and lift us up from our misery. God will descend to earth and immortal Lord of Lords will abase himself. You have indeed prepared a tabernacle for yourself, a blessed virgin. Her immaculate womb is your dwelling place. The word becomes flesh. God dwells among us. The word of God, mercy incarnate. By your descent, you have lifted us up to your divinity. Such is the access of your love and the abyss of your mercy.
1: Stay. John saw Jesus coming towards him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I meant when I said, A man who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John gave this testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. And I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, the man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is God's chosen one. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning round, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they spent that day with him. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, We have found the Messiah, that is the Christ, and he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which, when translated, is Peter. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, Follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael, and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here truly is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus said, You believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You'll see greater things than that. He then added, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, They have no more wine. Woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing each holding from eighty to a hundred and twenty liters. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. They did so. And the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine. believed in him. After this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother and brothers and his disciples. There they stayed for a few days. When it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple courts, he found people selling cattle, sheep and doves, and others sitting at tables exchanging money. The Jews then responded to him, What sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all this? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and I will raise it again in three days. They replied, It's taken 46 years to build this temple, and you're going to raise it in three days. But the temple he had spoken of was his body after he was raised from the dead his disciples recalled what he had said then they believed the scripture and the words that Jesus had spoken now while he was in Jerusalem at the Passover festival many people saw the signs he was performing and believed in his name but Jesus wouldn't entrust himself to them for he knew all people He didn't need any testimony about mankind, for he knew what was in each person. Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you're doing if God were not with him. Jesus replied, Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they're born again. How can someone be born when they're old? Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born? Jesus answered, Very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him After this, Jesus and his disciples went out into the Judean countryside, where he spent some time with them and baptized. Now, John also was baptizing at Enon, near Salim, because there was plenty of water and people were coming and being baptized. This was before John was put in prison. An argument developed between some of John's disciples and a certain Jew over the matter of ceremonial washing. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, that man who was with you on the other side of the Jordan, the one you testified about, look, he is baptizing and everyone is going to him. To this John replied, a person can receive only what is given them from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I said, I am not the Messiah but am sent ahead of him. The bride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends the bridegroom waits and listens for him and is full of joy when he hears the bridegroom's voice. That joy is mine, and it is now complete. He must become greater, I must become less. The one who comes from above is above all. The one who is from the earth belongs to the earth and speaks as one from the earth. The one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, but no one accepts his testimony. Whoever has accepted it has certified that God is truthful. For the one whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for God gives the Spirit without limit. The Father loves the Son and has placed everything in his hands. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. But whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on them. Now, Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Although, in fact, it wasn't Jesus who baptized, but his disciples. So he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Now he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God... He told her, Go, call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, You're right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you've had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know, we worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming, and has now come, when the true worshippers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth. For they're the kind of worshippers the Father seeks, God is Spirit, and his worshippers must worship in the Spirit. And in truth, the woman said, I know that Messiah called Christ is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am he. Just then, his disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with a woman. But no one asked, what do you want or why are you talking with her? Then leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I've ever done. Could this be the Messiah? They came out of the town and made their way towards him. Meanwhile, his disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Then his disciples said to each other, could someone have brought him food? My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Don't you have a saying, it's still four months until harvest? I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They're ripe for harvest. Even now the one who reaps draws a wage and harvests a crop for eternal life, so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. Thus the saying, one sows and another reaps, is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work and you have reaped the benefits of their labour. Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I've ever done. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed two days. And because of his words, many more became believers. They said to the woman, we no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we've heard for ourselves and we know that this man really is the saviour of the world. After the two days, he left for Galilee. Now Jesus himself had pointed out that a prophet has no honour in his own country. When he arrived in Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him. They had seen all that he had done in Jerusalem at the Passover festival, for they also had been there. Once more he visited Cana in Galilee where he had turned the water into wine and there was a certain royal official whose son lay ill at Capernaum. When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son who was close to death. Unless you people see signs and wonders, Jesus told him you will never believe. The royal official said, Sir, come down before my child dies. Go, Jesus replied. Your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. While he was still on the way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. When he inquired, As to the time when his son got better, they said to him, Yesterday at one in the afternoon the fever left him. Then the father realized that this was the exact time at which Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. So he and his whole household believed. This was the second sign Jesus performed after coming from Judea to Galilee.
0: ticket M&M right here. Alright, that was the end of chapter 4. We will pick back up at chapter 5 of John. In the meantime, we have two M&Ms, number 115 and 116. 115 refers to John chapter 3, 16 through 30, 21 divine mercy defined. This passage is sometimes called a summary of the whole gospel message and it tells us of the merciful love of God for his lost and broken world. His love is faithful. is so genuine that he never gave up on us. Rather, he sent us his son to be our savior. Biblical commentator Mark Massery helps shed light on this mystery when he writes, God loved the world. Into being and did not stop loving us even when we rebelled against him. I testify. He did not fall out of love with us when he turned our backs, when we turned our backs on him. Period. Dot, dot, dot. Our salvation began with God's unchanging love, which persists even while we're, we preferred darkness to light. John 3 19. Human love, of course, can fail. Families fall apart. Our human love for each other can only endure so much wrong. We can only handle so much. But God's love can bear any evil, any rebellion on our part. No matter how far we've strayed, we can be sure that he's fighting right now to bring us close to him so that he can pour out his grace upon us and give us his eternal life. Uh, one more Eminem. When Jesus encounters the Samaritan woman lost in sexual sin, he begins with knowledge, acknowledging her underlying A for acknowledging underlying human D dignity simply by L listening to her, and asking her for a drink of water W. When he shows her that he sorry, when he shows her that what she really longs for is, quote, living water, unquote hashtag, a life-giving, hashtag, experience of authentic A, D, divine L, love. The encounter, D, C, L, counterfeit love, she had been chasing from man to man has left her heart dying of thirst yes yes okay hold on one more second the more she receives the free gift of genuine friendship from jesus yes why hold on who says nothing to approve her s-e-x-u-a-l promiscuity the more she begins to discover where her true heart's longing can be found, period. Through the healing grace of friendship, she has a foretaste of the, quote, living water, unquote, she has been in search of for so long, period. Before people struggle with sexual sin, before people struggling with sexual sin can deal with their particular problems in depth. They need to hear the good news, G-N, of God's unconditional love for them through Jesus, period, usually, comma, this good news first takes the form of a capital C Christian friend who cares, period, as it has been truly said, comma, quote, be faithful and compassionate colon you capital y you may be the only capital G gospel your neighbor ever reads period unquote that was cha- re- referring to John chapter 4 1 through 42 we are good let's go back to the red words because the most important part is coming up and that's why the devil keeps trying to interrupt me all right let's go uh, Eminem over now all right picking Matt Picking up at John, chapter 5, Jesus heals on the Sabbath. Now, this whole thing is pretty much in red, and then we're going to, so here's the thing. He's reading NIV. I am reading RSVCE Divine Mercy Edition, and this Divine Mercy Edition is very unique. It is by Father Alar. I bought it from divinemercy.org, where I attend Mass every Day, um, and I—that's what I would like you to do, so uh, that you can follow along with us. That's what I'm doing. And here's the thing: this Divine Mercy edition is very unique because they're trying to bring everybody back together. This is the sole purpose of Divine Mercy, right here—one, one. I don't care how you break it down. We're going, we're going to be one. Okay? Just like Paul said, I will become everything to everyone. If only to just bring you to him, which is what we're trying to do got it focused all right great then we can continue. that's why this this particular um edition is so unique and I had to get it it's the leather bound it's it's awesome I, I love it and I don't even have to buy the or read the Faustina because it's all integrated into here like golden threads into the sea fob you understand I'm just I'm just at all right now so. Just FYI, as I'm listening to this um, Dr. Sir David Satchett read his version, I see that my version is is different, and I've kept track of how different it is, and there is a lot of difference. So, just for the fun of it, and if this doesn't work out, I'll I'll just not do it, but just to do it for this particular chapter, because it's all red, um, I'm going to... It's going to be like a duet. He's going to say his line and I'm going to say my line and we'll see if we want to keep doing this. Alright, just for the fun of it, why not? Right? Alright.
1: You ready? Let's go. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals.
0: After this, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there was a In Jerusalem, by the sheep gate, a pool, in Hebrew called Bethesda, or Bethsaida.
1: Now there is in Jerusalem, near the sheep gate, a pool, which in Aramaic is called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades.
0: Or aka, which has five porticos, P O R T. I-C-O-E-S, porticos. What are porticos? Well, I have a porch and I had five columns supporting my roof over my porch so that there's a nice patio area, right, where you can put your porch swing and your, and your rocking chair, exactly, porticos. Okay. In these laid a multitude of invalids, blind, lame, and paralyzed. Now that leads me to a footnote K, which he doesn't read. K. Other ancient authorities, insert, comma, holy or in part, comma, italicized, waiting for the moving of the water, semicolon, for an angel of the Lord went down, and we know this as Raphael, at certain seasons into the pool and troubled the water, whoever stepped in first after the troubling of the water was healed of whatever disease he had. Okay, great. That's it.
1: Here, a great number of disabled people used to lie. The blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there...
0: One man was there who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him and knew that he had been lying there. For a long time he said to him, do you want to be healed? The sick man answered him, sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is troubled. And I, and while I am going, another steps down before me.
1: And learned that he'd been in this condition for a long time. He asked him, Do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied. I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. When I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, Get up, rise, pick up your mat, pick up walk. your pallet, and walk. At once, the man was cured. He picked up Healed. his mat and walked. Took his pallet and walked. The day on which this took place was was a Sabbath. Sabbath. And so the Jewish leaders said to the man who had been healed, it is the Sabbath. The law forbids you to carry your mat. But he replied, well, the man who made me well said to me, pick up your mat and walk. So they asked him, Who is this fellow who told you to pick it up and walk?
0: Who's this man who said to you?
1: The man who was healed had no idea who it was, for Jesus had slipped away into the crowd that was there.
0: He had withdrawn.
1: Later, Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, See, you're well again.
0: You are well.
1: Stop sinning, Sin no or more. something worse may happen to you. That nothing worse befall you. The man went away and told the Jewish leaders, that it was Jesus who had made him well. Heal them. So because Jesus was doing these things on the Sabbath, the Jewish leaders began to persecute him. In his defense, Jesus, Jesus said to them, my father is always at his work to working this still. very day, and I, and am I too am working. For this reason, they tried all the more to kill him. Not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. G- All
0: right, we'll take a right quick break. I think I'm crying too much.